Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing again. Believe in a power greater than what you are going through when you don't know what to do. That's right. When you don't know what to do, just keep on breathing. From the City of Angels in Los Angeles, welcome to all my listeners out there in Radio Land. I am Dave, the Caregiver's Caregiver at caregiverdave.com. Also coming to you live and on demand 24-7 on numerous syndicated radio and podcast networks on 26 global audio and video platforms. Platforms like iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Vimeo, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, CastBox, MixCloud, and a host of others. In fact, we're proud to be voted number one caregiver podcast in the top 50 on Player FM, and number two on Feedspot out of the top 60, and number two on CaringVillage.com. And we have an especially exciting show planned for you today. Dr. VK Raju was born in Raja Mundri, yes. AP, India. He is the founding patron member of AAPI. He is a clinical professor of ophthalmology at West Virginia University, adjunct professor of Wilmer Eye Institute, John Hopkins University, director of the International Ocular Surface Society. He is also founder and president of the Eye Foundation of America, a nonprofit organization dedicated to realizing a world without childhood blindness. And I can go on and on, but... Basically, he's a very smart guy who knows everything there is about eyes. Before we get started, I want to take this moment and thank my last week's guest, Darius Ross, for a great interview. And just a reminder, you can watch or listen to that interview and all our interviews, including this one, on our membership website, caregiverdave.com, or any of our other 26 global networks that I mentioned earlier. All right, enough of that. BK, welcome to the Caregiver Dave radio show. We're so excited to have you on. Glad to be here. I always think about life is one day at a time. You know, every day when I get up in the morning, I'm on the top of the world, one day at a time. You can sing that song from the Carpenters. I'm on the top of the world. That's right. Down on creation and the only whatever. (laughs) That's right. That is my question. Who is Dr. VK Rahu and Raju? Raju. Yeah. And why did God place you on this earth? Oh, wonderful. What a wonderful... Believe me, nobody asked me this kind of question. Well, you've never been on this show before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ophthalmology, you know, the sight, 80% of our learning is through vision, especially children. If they miss the chance, the greatest tragedy, I can prove it. I'm writing quite a, two or three books and different ones because I write books because I keep on learning. My mentor in London used to say, when you keep learning, there are no two words. Distraction and frustration do not exist if you keep learning. So, uh, so because I keep learning, I am writing these books. The most terrible tragedy in this world is preventable, avoidable childhood blindness. Because 80% of our learning is through vision. If we don't learn, we fall back. A blind child is a problem to the child, to the family, to the society. So 
God brought me for that to do a minuscule work, though. A minuscule work, even after 40 years. The Eastern philosophy says it is just the beginning. We think we have done so much, but still it is just the beginning. That's why I came to do, give, work with others is a teamwork to give children vision because simple little things can give them 75 years of life. A 20-minute operation can give them 75 years of life. There's nothing is equal to that except vaccinations. Yeah. So you're saving the world one blind child at a time. Yes, sir. That's for sure. I'm curious, how many blind children are there in the world? And what is the most common uh, reason for their blindness? and, And is it preventable? And for example, could you have helped Helen Keller if you were around during her childhood? But Helen Keller... Those days, we, I could not have helped. Today, we have all the answers. Just like this flower, I say, this is crocus flower. It represents the end of polio on the planet so that your children, my children, my grandchildren, their children, their children will not get polio anymore because the Rotary International, which was founded by one person 160, uh, 106 years ago, Paul Harvey, the upper one, represents Paul Harvey Society. Paul Harvey uh, started that? Yes. Oh, I didn't and know. I just came from uh, a very technological, wonderful meeting in New Orleans about Academy of Ophthalmology Prevention Cure. It's a marvelous type of uh, yearly meeting. So many people... I was talking to these uh, successful business people. They're all doing all these technology things for us. They did not know who Paul, uh, not Harvey, Paul Harris, sorry. Harris. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Paul Harris. Not Paul, uh, that Paul Harvey is different. I could uh, talk on him. I was in London. I used to hear his radio shows, certain things. Anyway. Paul Harris. So coming to the point with the childhood blindness, Even Helen Keller, if it is today, we can give her vision because of all these basic sciences, technology, everything is there. But what is real missing is there are three things that would combine. These things should happen like, you know, political will, professional will, people's will. If they combine, anything can be most wonderful things, even without somebody born without eyeballs can give them vision because the things that are advanced today, I could not have said this one 30 years ago. Today we have everything, but the, unless these wills come through, still some people, children keep on suffering decade after decade after decade. So what things can you not uh, fix with blindness? It, today, if the gene abnormality is found, you can replace the gene. You know, we are all, we are amidst of this uh, viral disease, but I'm sure you know, I think how much our audience will be knowing that 3% of human gene is a viral gene. So when we do a genetic treatment for a child who was born with an abnormal gene, by third year, this is called Labors, labors, amaurosis is not that uncommon. A child is born normally, one year, 
two years, he's seeing some, but not seeing normally. Then in the third year, he keeps on looking around. He's not able to see. People almost think he's pretending. And 25, 30 years ago, when the child came to the doctors, also did not, oh, he's pretending. This is pretending. Nothing wrong with that because everything looks normal. But the gene was absent. So gradually in the next one or two years, he almost becomes blind. Today, after 45 to 50 years of hard work by these multiple few hundreds of geneticists, the people who are working with the genes found the gene. And a couple of patients in, you know, more than four, three or four in United States, two in Germany, two in Cambridge, two in Australia. They did inject the gene into the eye and the child started seeing. Wow. So amazing. Uh, it is amazing. If the gene is not abnormal, there are stem cells, certain diseases and alkaline burn. The worst thing that can happen to the eyes is somebody throwing alkali, not the acid. Acid is much kinder than the alkali. Alkali in seconds, it goes into the eye. Acid, it stops at the front. It's some burn. Then alkaline burn is the worst thing that happens. It kills all the stem cells around our eye. And you can take the stem cells from patients' own. There are various methods. Or one of your relations you can give. That can be done too. So if there's stem cell, gene therapy, or there's nothing there. Eyeballs are all gone completely destroyed in Afghanistan war. So I was there in Afghanistan three times, but during peaceful times. You can put a camera, a pair of glasses, all just the pure technology, and connect that one to the back of the eye, to the brain, back of the brain, and they can see For the camera. Huh? All those people don't have 20-20 vision, but they're not blind anymore. They can walk around. They can see the window. They can see the door. Wow. You know, I'm going to ask you a strange and peculiar question. Yes, but, sir. Um, the, the deaf community uh, is a very close-knit community, and they've got things down where they don't need the hearing anymore. They've got Braille. They've got uh, other ways. And I saw a movie one time where this boy uh, had an opportunity to get this operation to, um, to put something in, in uh, their ears, and it gave them... Uh, not great hearing, but good enough hearing. And he was looked down upon by the uh, deaf community that, uh, you know, do you, is anything like that in the blind community? Are, are, are there anybody who has a problem with you healing their eyes uh, as opposed to staying blind and, and uh, you know, you, doing what they you, do? Because I, I can't believe that people would be against hearing. But throughout the movie... You know, he ended up taking them off because it just wasn't the same thing, you know. And and he heard more, quote unquote, um, without hearing than with hearing. Yeah. If you don't know what and I mean. All, what a marvelous question. I'm telling you, this is so true about that one. We make fun of the deaf people. You know, grandpa becomes deaf. If you can don't hear it. Oh, people making. Nobody makes jokes out of blind people. So there's nothing like that in the blind community because whenever you're blind, if he gets the vision and all that, they're all very happy for that. No, I think there is a big difference that's a kind of a stigma or a odd thing between deaf and the blind. But deafness is also 
equally disabling. Yeah. Well, supposedly uh, Mozart or Beethoven, I think it was Beethoven, wrote his greatest compositions deaf. Yeah. I don't, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, let me say that I know what you mean, but even if blind people did incredible things, that doesn't mean we neglect and let people become blind so that right. they can become an artist and all that. But they could have done even more if they are not blind. Sure. So just how many children go blind each year in this world? There are about 500,000 children go blind each year. Wow. But because of the blindness, they are neglected. And when that happens, there are more, about half of them die because of blindness related than the other causes. Really? Yeah, that's why. But if we take vitamin A, you know, the wonderful things happened in the last 30, 50, 35 years. But still, a vitamin one tablet, if you can give those children, especially mostly in Africa, they are in other countries too a little bit. But WHO, all these groups have done. But they could do much more. Just like what Rotary International did with the polio. These are all these things can be done, but we have to combine those three wheels. Look at what happened with our uh, infection, this COVID-19. There is a political will went differently. Some people will even, you know, I tell you, this one bleeds my heart when health professionals from the hospital say we don't have vaccination. I send them, I have sent a hundred letters in this area, put a poster that Benjamin Franklin 200 plus years ago said, I'm so sorry that I did not vaccinate my child and he died at the age of four because act of commission, act of omission, both can be bad. If we, That's why education is the most important. We keep on saying, I quote my opportunity, quote my um, mentor, Dr. Byrne in London, there are three solutions for every problem in this world, including COVID-19. Education, education, and education. All the three are education. I think you all do very well. I always remember that 90, almost 30, 40 years ago, is written a book called Media, the Second God by Tony Schwartz. A lot of media people also don't know about that book. Media, the second God. Media can do incredible things. Even people criticize media. They still listen what is happening in the media. Well, what do you say to the person who says, I'm not going to get vaccinated because nobody knows, not even the health professionals, what's going to happen to me 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from now, or my children? Uh, is yeah. that a true statement? But we don't not, know where we're getting not, But, you know, he needs to, you know, that's a genuine question. But we can, we have incredible record of vaccinations. Take penicillin. In one million people, about three or four people died even with the penicillin. People don't know those things. But million people were saved without that antibiotic. Thousands and thousands would have been died. But today's context if he doesn't get a vaccination, he's spreading the virus to his own people without knowing. Uh, what would you say to the person who says, this really isn't a vaccination because 50, 60, 70% of the people are still getting uh, COVID, even with this so-called vaccination, that it's not really a vaccination. If it was, they wouldn't get it at all. So what do you say to that? 
that is not totally truly true statement that 50 60 people i know in among well, i know personally three or four people who have the vaccination uh mm -hmm. and had covid even before and they yeah. got it again so you know they're, but they're still but most of them don't have a very severe disease and they won't die yeah but isn't the vaccination supposed to prevent you from getting it uh, as opposed no. to just make it less deadly sure but none of the things in the world and the human science is not 100% but we are coming closer and closer understanding the genes the 2.5 billion genes okay. but the other thing is like an eastern philosophy says our understanding of human god all these things is is always in evolution we keep learning think about this talking to you from east and west coast a hundred years ago if somebody tells that i spoke to so and so on the west coast there's so many thousands and thousands of people are listening from their comfort of their home they say i think they think i am a crazy guy and you know laugh at me and go so what are some common misconceptions in eye care yeah that's right people always think you know the about the eye the commonest vision problem is glasses glasses wearing will not make the eyes weaker glasses make glasses will focus for you the biggest misconception is people after 40 they go to the drug stores you know they can't read they, they have to keep it away from you that's a normal aging process it's not a disease but it's a disease you don't like it so even people don't want to wear glasses too but there are answers to there are a lot of things can be done multifocal implants can be done surgeries but i don't advise all those things at the simple way is a drug stores glasses whatever it suits you you can wear and but most important is after 40 2% of us develop a glaucoma it is a pressure in the eye we have a normal pressure if it goes high it's called glaucoma if you neglect it we can slowly lose your vision but today's technology today's medications today's lasers almost every patient we can cure only if we catch it early i hope your audience will get to remember two words i say accessibility affordability if it is there so many tragic things won't happen in this because we have all the understanding technology today so if he wears these glasses but still he should go at least two years every two years check by could be an optometrist an ophthalmologist both are doctors but the optometrist never went to medical school he did optometry where an ophthalmologist went to a medical school and he does surgery, other things, even more. But for this checking, we can go to either of them. And if the pressures are normal, every two years, if we get checked, because he's a silent thief, he can wear these drugstore's glasses. That's fine. Nothing. A lot of people think wearing those glasses, it will hurt their eyes or damage. Or wrong leg glasses will damage the eye. Reading a long, long time, it can damage the back. There are a lot of misconceptions to today. How about wearing somebody else's glasses? Uh, will that hurt your your? Uh... And if you can, if you can see well, wear them. No harm at all. But if they're too strong, you don't see well. You may get headache, but it's not damaging your eyes. If it is too weak, you are still getting fatigue. And uncomfortable, still 
you are not comfortable but it doesn't if the you know, let me say a simple sentence if the glasses can damage the vision eyes we can have a kind of glasses we can invent to do the undamage undo it too that's a simple nature's philosophy so talk about um uh the retina and separating cuz i was starting to see flashes of light and i went to the doctor and he says well let's uh look at it because sometimes when you get older your retina can detach and that'll be flashes and this and that turns out that my retina did not detach but um i still had those flashes and they did go away it was a temporary thing uh talk no. about that uh mid age that's the, one of the most common things that can happen after 45 and 50 more common people with nearsightedness nearsightedness means where their glasses they see i am far sighted i need just for reading that's all otherwise my eyes are pretty you know normal healthy when they cannot see the distance if they take out their glasses the distance is all blurry those are called myopia there are about 35 40 45 million people with nearsightedness there some of them a reasonable percentage of them their retina can have a little weakness is there inherent weakness but as you get into 40s and 50s their eyeball will the gel will will change with the aging they see this flashing lights in such cases most of the people do not have retinal detachment those flashing lights or floating things if they see if they get in tested by an ophthalmologist and he reassures them there is no tear no detachment but they should be seen in 6 months one year he will tell you depending upon some people don't need to come back for one year some people we see them in another 6 weeks see anything is changing if it is changing while the vision is still 2020 we can fix that with a simple 15 minute laser procedure 30 years ago i could not have said this they used to come after detachments because even examination techniques were very poor today we can catch that pull on the retina before it is detached that tear on the retina before it is with the detachment your vision is affected very badly with the flashing lights till your vision is 2020 we yeah. can keep it that way to the modern technology yeah my eyesight actually got better after that uh, episode how is how did that happen <laughs> it is better for your reading though not for distance am i right um yeah yeah i don't use glasses for reading and i used to that is a kind of cataract we all get cataract the cataract is like a skin it develops from right. same tissue that the skin has developed there is a lens in the eye which does it like this all the time and by 40 it doesn't do that so you need reading glasses but as you are getting into 60s the lens of the eye gets what is called sclerosis lens in other words slight cataract and that cataract the lens becomes little thick when it becomes thick in the olden days in 1930s somebody called it second sight they really did not understand it took another 10 15 years to understand that second sight means previously used to wear reading glasses now you can take it and take an elderly 80 year old lady you know i just saw a couple of weeks ago she cooks 
she reads a little bit she doesn't care for the tv and she says no i don't have any problem she has cataracts but she doesn't drive so the oh, somebody says oh my grandma never had cataracts no we all have cataracts by the age of 60 yeah, they said still, i have some but they're not bad yet right are they, they going to get worse it's slowly if your lifestyle is good there is a view. oh i love this question believe me i want to talk to you throughout the night yeah <laughs> if you have, they did it on 15000 people followed for 5 years a study people eat well exercise well don't smoke you know we all, all know that. everybody knows what is the right lifestyle their cataracts are slow because their cardiovascular status is good the lens uh, that cloudiness in the lens is we call it cataract when it is slight you don't mind at all as it gets into mid, mid 70s to 80s it affects your driving if you don't yeah. drive much lot of people may not need cataract surgery so that is the one is second side is a lot of people will uh, yeah i'm 68 and i have yeah. 30 40 vision okay still can drive read the signs and still can read without glasses this is really really tiny you know like that's the right. medicine bottles that they put it helping you that's small. right it's helping some people say some people this this slight cataract is different from eye to eye one eye has a little more that becomes nearsighted the other eye cataract is not that much so he'll still can drive doc i can read i can yeah, drive the strong eye takes over but if i close one eye differently you can see that different nothing right. wrong with that you can continue like that without wearing spending 400 dollars on bifocals right so what do you want to tell our person uh, for the last question we're out of time uh, yeah. that maybe we didn't discuss already and maybe talk about your book most of the things most important even for the eye for the heart for the anything the old eastern philosophy said the word mita the moderation word moderation word came from mita everything is in balance everything in moderation nothing wrong with the drinking if it is in moderation but that is the real problem in the modern world we do all excesses eat right exercise right and don't take yourself too seriously somebody yeah. asked me raju what do you mean by not taking start the day with the good morning god rather than good god morning whatever is things happening around the world well that's great advice thank you so much so how so, can someone said, get a hold of you and and after, after 40 examination for glaucoma is the most important advice i can give every two years you can wear any glasses every two years i think i'm due then yeah unless your family history has glaucoma somebody yeah. had eye problems not you anybody they may need more you know earlier examination today yeah. if we catch them early treat them early so many conditions can be done so well i hope even the gene mapping it is done i think we are in most wonderful times today living in this world yeah and see it's a double edged sword because we're living so long now uh we're we're having more of alzheimers and dementia and nobody lived that long and so there wasn't a problem absolutely but even alzheimers is not just the medical there are a lot of other things during childhood the association the family there are a lot of other things learning two three language there's incredible things we are finding about alzheimers too is 
though medical research and drug is most important wonderful i am not against that but that's not the only issue there are a lot of other things why in some societies alzheimer's is so common in other societies it is so rare well uh how can someone get a hold of you if they want to uh pick your brain or read your book um you have a book right i foundation of our e y e i foundation of america.org our foundation i foundation I, of america i will glad to answer any of those questions i have some very dedicated volunteer team i always feel volunteerism is the greatest thing love the neighbor type up you know i'm i'm a born hindu but you know my religion is just to be human dear that one of the movie says just to be human you know so when my patients ask me raju are you a christian is no i am a love their neighbor christian yes and how old are you i am after 59 i stop growing anymore so i always say i am a chronological age or biological age <laughs> i will stop with my biological age is 14 well 59 until last year i used to say 49 are you really 59 no far from it <laughs> let let people guess it yeah, thank you all right and you're still uh, in practice you're still working yes i travel quite a bit actually very recently i traveled well since 911 i traveled 1.1 or even 2 million miles because i wow. love travel meeting people i hope you will come with me for an international trip i would love to we'll do that to i India. travel a lot as well so so many people still do not know about until the british came india was the richest country not just in monetary matters what it gave to the rest of the world i feel let me say this one even though you are not stopping me thank you india and united states should become the real maitri means real friendship we can truly bring peace to the world until then we worship the war heroes pray for peace Yes. Well, we have many, many, many wonderful Indian immigrants to this country, and they're wonderful people. They're intelligent people. They're good family people, and they're an asset to this country. And, and thank, thank no you so much. Like still, like United States and India, these should become real friends. Then I think there is real peace. Otherwise, war after war after war. You know, I'm writing a little book on how many wars within the country, within the communities. internationally you won't believe how many people is still keep on happening for thousands of years well uh, we are india india's friends aren't we i i don't know uh well that's been you know those are difficult questions to for me say because somebody misconstrued misconstrued what i say no in uh, maybe but uh, united states still as a plainly as a doctor i'll say not as a political statement United States keeps on supporting dictatorships all the world all over. Yeah. India is a democracy with the a what uh 8 825 million people stood in a line in line voted without shooting each other that is the greatness by people to vote in yes. India. In this so many centuries India never invaded another country. Lot of people don't know this Sorry, I mean, and never had a civil war. Wow. Never yeah. invaded another country. Never invaded uh, 
uh, there are uh, there are so there is a never a military coup in india wow i will take up on that one to the foundation what we can do as ultimately to the children in the i project we'll get a misconception about india too in this country yeah our government spends a lot of money on dictatorships like you said and uh, india has a lot of poverty you know calcutta is probably the most poverty stricken place on earth and they could certainly use some funds and they are say, and have been a I, good friend i know but i'll say this one india is a highly developed country with a developing country problems india sent a few years ago mission to the mars in the first attempt no country did it yeah so you are right i hope so i'm so glad you accepted i think there's a lot of things in life is like this yesterday is a cancel check tomorrow is a promissory note but today is the cash thank you for asking me to be with you today thank you so much and you have a great day and uh, we appreciate you coming on the show and to all our uh, listeners who tune in each and every week we thank you for tuning in and a reminder all our shows become recorded podcasts uh, on our platform caregiverdave.com and 26 other platforms i mentioned earlier if you're listening to this on a platform click the like button below and uh, that will help google to give us favorable algorithms so that others can hear this show and all my listeners thank you again for tuning in each and every week so until next time bye bye god bless you thank you We are a community of caregivers that understands and supports you wherever you are in your journey. We are a place to connect with other caregivers, but more importantly, a place to get practical, actionable help. There are lots of ways for you to get support. First of all, you can download our welcome pack. This will get you started on your Thrive journey. Next, you can ask and get answers to your questions by posting them here in our private Facebook groups. You can also get live online support by attending one of our live weekly Connect webinars. You can get practical, actionable advice by listening to our weekly podcast. You can hear and read other stories about other caregivers' experiences. Plus, add your own in our weekly Share Your Story forum, posted every Tuesday in the Facebook group, you can access essential resources and download practical Thrive Solutions Packs, all of which are geared to help you thrive as a caregiver. You can get lifetime access to all of our resources. Again, we're here to support you and help you thrive and to enjoy your life as a caregiver. And remember, this is a place to get hope, not just cope. Sometimes it feels like the sun will never rise, like the birds will never sing again. Keep breathing, take it in and let it out. Keep breathing, it's gonna be okay. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.